0: In relationships, I've always said that there are three sides to every story. His side, her side, and the truth. Well, the same can be said for politics. There's the blue side, the red side, and the truth. We're here to help you figure out what is true. This is Truth Seekers with Rocky and Lucas. All right, so before I start, I want to make it clear that I am not homophobic. I am not transphobic. So let's go. And I think... We should probably splice that in every five minutes of my speech. <laughs> okay. So, as I'm sure you've heard, Riley Gaines, an NCAA champion swimmer, gave a speech regarding the saving of women's sports. The speech was held in Turning Point USA and Leadership Institute event at San Francisco State University. But during that speech, she thought it was great. There was a diverse crowd. They had a great dialogue and. It was all great until she went to leave where she was met with protesters. So she was verbally assaulted and she was even hit by a mail-in address. And I say male in address because that's how the person was described in the article. I'm not being that person that refuses yeah. to acknowledge Again, that. yeah, you it,
1: said that you're not transphobic and you're not trying to. You're just reporting the facts. I exactly.
0: So this guy hits her not only does he hit her once but he hits her twice and i just don't know how that can be okay he's still someone that possesses male hormones and he's hitting a woman yeah so all right back to the event it was a turning point usa event that the campus allowed they allowed this event to happen knowing who was going to be speaking
1: and what the subject matter was going to be
0: 100 percent it's called free speech and it's the First Amendment in the Constitution, for crying out loud. Makes sense. Exactly. So people are allowed to have an opinion and to voice it. The LGBTQ has theirs, just as Riley Gaines is allowed to have hers. I'm allowed to have mine. You're allowed to have yours. She's just sharing her experiences, and she's trying to enlighten people. Yeah. Let's say educate, right?
1: Yeah, she had an experience where she got beat by a guy in sports and didn't think that that was too equitable. Right. To use their word.
0: Right. And I'm not trying to change anybody's views, they're allowed to have them, right? Anyway, okay, so there was a Fox Digital publication where this is Riley Gaines' agent stated, quote, In the past year, her goal in speaking at universities has been to educate her peers about her experience and what the impact of the growing number of biological males in women's sports will do to the integrity of Title IX. She has been questioned in civil and somewhat uncivil manners about her views many times, and she thoroughly encourages diverse viewpoints and debate on this issue. She goes on, Instead of a thoughtful discussion tonight at San Francisco State University, Riley was violently accosted, shouted at, physically assaulted, and barricaded in a room by protesters. It is stunning that in America in 2023, it is acceptable for biological male students to violently assault a woman for standing up for women's rights. The university police for a San Francisco State responded with this statement, quote, we are conducting an ongoing investigation into the situation. There were no arrests related to the event. The disruption occurred after this conclusion of the event, which made it necessary for UPD officers to move the event speaker from the room to a different safe location. And
1: so after all that, they didn't make any arrests?
0: No, no, not even <laughs> the guy that hit her. Yeah. You know, it's not just assault at that point. If somebody swings at you and hits you, lands. It's battery. Yeah. Right. So Riley stated that she plans to sue the university. She and the campus police were supposed to meet ahead of time to discuss potential issues that could potentially happen after the speech. But she said that no one showed. She waited. She waited. Nobody showed up. There was supposed to be an escape plan for her should the need arise, which is probably why they barricaded in her room for three hours until it was safe for her to leave. She ended up missing her flight. Right. Okay. So this tweet is from San Francisco State. Dear San Francisco State community, today San Francisco State finds itself again at the center of a national discussion regarding freedom of speech and expression. Let me begin by saying clearly the trans community is welcome and belongs at San Francisco State University. Now, here's where I say Riley wasn't saying that the trans community doesn't belong at San Francisco State. That was not the reason for her speech whatsoever. The tweet goes on further our community believes in unity connection care and compassion and we value different ideas even when they are not our own well i'll add my own two cents here and say that i'm not sure san francisco state does believe in any of those things especially unity and certainly not ideas when they're not their own yeah they they seem to have a narrative that they want to keep
1: no absolutely
0: not allow anything diverse into that all right the tweet goes on diversity promotes critical discussions new understandings and enriches the academic experience. But we may also find ourselves exposed to divergent views and even views we find personally abhorrent. These encounters have sometimes led to discord, anger, confrontation, and fear. We must meet this moment and unite with a shared value of learning. My guess is that the critical discussions were left in the room where the speech took place. And once Riley tried to leave, it was just critical. No discussion. End of the tweet. Thank you to our students who participated peacefully in Thursday evening's events. It took tremendous bravery to stand in a challenging space. I am proud of the moments where we listened and asked insightful questions. The university president is proud of the moments where they didn't listen, yelled profanities and chanted, quote, just effing leave. (laughs) Nothing stated about that. Yeah. So Riley's response in the tweet was, I'm sorry, did this just say peaceful? I was assaulted, I was extorted and held for ransom. The protesters demanded I pay them, I wanted to make it home safely. I missed my flight home because I was barricaded in a classroom. We must have different definitions of peaceful.
1: You know, if this story happened in like say 2010, I think that the reaction would be much different.
0: Oh, I think for sure.
1: I think that the world would go what the hell just happened.
0: And that was 13 years ago. And this thing that's been happening has been
1: this movement. Movement. Yeah. I guess
0: if that's what you want to call it. What a year. But increasingly in the last four oh, or 5 it's, months it's definitely
1: gained some traction. It's it's moving on a uh, parabolic scale at this point for sure.
0: Okay, so I've got a couple tweet responses that I just thought were kind of funny. So this one is from Sankrat Sanu, and if I butchered your name, I'm sorry, but I love your tweet. He says, this sounds terribly obtuse and insensitive. You have been overrun by mob think, a mob that is the ultimate triumph of patriarchy where males can invade the safe spaces of females to applause. And a woman is assaulted for speaking to her own discomfort. This is not free speech. Amen, brother. And this guy, he kills me. His name is Richard B. Riddick, and I love him because of his pronouns. They are (laughs) screw you and piss off. (laughs) I might have to get on Twitter and just get me some pronouns. War is peace, freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength. And that's from 1984. All right. Now, here's another message from the president. Their understatement is commitment to academic freedom and freedom of expression. Dear campus community, last week was a hard one for San Francisco State. As an academic community, we are deeply committed to academic freedom, freedom of expression, and to the right to teach and learn free from censorship. But as we have seen here and at many universities, balancing these with dearly held commitments to inclusion and social justice is hard and painful. We saw this all too clearly last week with two unrelated incidents. So I'm only going to talk about the Riley Gaines incident. She talks about a controversial speaker whose topic was against university values, where she stated, quote, last Thursday, Turning Point USA hosted an event on campus that advocated for the exclusion of trans people in athletics. So to be clear, Gaines said nothing about trans people not being able to participate in athletics. She's talking solely that biological males should not be allowed to participate in women's sports. If they continue, eventually, biological females will not want to participate yeah. And, and the, just going to call it men's sports all over again.
1: Yeah, that's all it's going to be. Clearly not on target in that response from right. this lady. No one's calling this person out on this. You got some some private tweeters or something like that that have probably said, "Look, you missed the point completely here, lady."
0: Yeah, but, and I don't know if that was published anywhere other than the San Francisco State University website. Yeah, I don't know if there was anything in any online publication or you know whatever is out there. But right now. I had to find this on the website. Yeah, okay. So um, the trans community should have their own sports sports competitions to be fair, just as it wouldn't be fair for a disabled person to be expected to go in like standard Olympic Games. It just doesn't make sense. right right. Okay. Um, here's more of the president's message. I applaud the students, staff, and faculty who rallied quickly to host alternative inclusive events, protest, protest peacefully and provide one another with support at a difficult moment. Unlike previous events on this campus and other campuses, I am proud to say that the First Amendment was honored. You can't see my eyes roll. (laughs) The speaker expressed her views and engaged in dialogue with those present. In fact, a Turning Point USA representative noted in a media interview that the discussion was constructive and polite. And my guess is they took the snippet of the one thing that was nice about the event and used their quote. Unfortunately, a disturbance after the event concluded delayed the speaker's departure. We are reviewing the incident, and as always, we'll learn from the experience. So nowhere does the president state who caused the disturbance, and they don't take any accountability for any of it. So here's an article from Mail Online. Riley Gaines called out Megan Rapino on her views regarding Title IX. And I'm just going to read Title IX so everybody listening knows what it is. No person in the United States should, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. So here's Megan's tweet. Today, politicians in D.C. are claiming to, quote-unquote, protect women's sports by pushing a trans and intersex sports ban. Call your congressional rep today to say women's sports need protection from unequal pay, sexual abuse, and lack of resources, not from trans kids.
1: Seems like a ridiculous statement. I know that Megan Rapinoe is a lesbian. She's got a a female partner. To me, that statement seems like she is more solid with that community than with the female athletic community.
0: Right. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense when she's been fighting for females' rights in sports ever since she's been playing, or to, to have a pedestal to stand upon. And and this equal pay
1: thing it drives me crazy because every time this subject comes up, somebody puts out an analysis about what female athletes are getting paid relative to the revenue streams that are coming in for their individual sports, as opposed to what male athletes are getting paid, and those relative. Uh, revenue streams that they're coming in for those
0: sports exactly and it's it's the same thing in men's sports if you think about it look at the nfl and what they make versus the nhl there's no way that andre kopitar is making the same amount of money as
1: patrick mahomes
0: Mahomes, i couldn't think of anybody but yeah that's just it's asinine the nhl does not make nearly the amount of money in marketing revenue that the nfl does
1: And And they all have penises! and, And the folks in the NHL are not stupid enough to say, hey, we need to fight for equal pay because compared to our brothers in the NFL, it's unfair. That's not happening.
0: So here's Riley's, she's got a couple responses. It's worth noting that number one, you're done with your athletic career. And because you aren't sexually attracted to men, it's unlikely you will ever have a daughter to defend. To me, it looks like a classic case of virtue signaling because you have nothing to personally lose. And then she goes on to tweet i can respect opinions that differ from my own and everyone is entitled to think slash speak independently but i can't help but think that megan Rapino would genuinely shiv any male who tried to take her spot on the u.s women's <laughs> national team so here's a quote from Rapino. this is in 2021 what we know is how successful women's sports have been in the face of discrimination in the face of lack of investment in every level in comparison to men And in 2019, she said this, men have run the world for all these years. Maybe they should just take a few hundred years off and we can just take it for a few hundred years and we'll see where we are. Well, Megan, if we continue to allow biological males to compete in women's sports, we're going to be right back to men ruling the world. So I'm not quite sure what she wants. She's kind of contradicting herself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if she wants women to take over, you guys are making some decisions, so.
0: Right, and let's be honest, if... Megan were still competing and she were playing against a team that had a biological male. Let's say Harry Kane decides to jump the fence and become a transgender and he wants to play in women's sports and he's just killing it on that team as the goal scorer. Don't you honestly think that Rapino would have an issue with him? Of course she would, right?
1: Yeah, there's no question about. There's
0: there's no question.
1: She's uh, got an advantage now because she's retired and she can virtue signal the message that oh no, I would be completely accepting of of that. Right, because it's not
0: happening to her. It's
1: that's exactly right.
0: Right. Okay, so this is the last thing I'm going to talk on. I'm going to talk about the NIH and they're the National Institute of Health. And this is from the National Library of Medicine. Elite athletic competitions have a separate male and female events due to men's physical advantages in strength, speed, and endurance so that a protected female category with objective entry criteria is required. Prior to puberty, there is no sex difference in circulating testosterone concentrations or athletic performance. But from puberty onward, a clear sex difference in athletic performance emerges as circulating testosterone's concentrations rise in men because the testes produced 30 times more testosterone than before puberty, with circulating testosterone exceeding 15-fold than that of women of any age.
1: People might remember that uh, FC Dallas, under 15, so a bunch of 15-year-old boys, kicked the garbage out of the Australian women's soccer team, seven to nothing.
0: Where does Megan stand on that? I mean, isn't that what didn't the U.S. team actually scrimmage against males to try to improve their play? There's more. It is widely accepted that elite athletic competitions should have separate male and female events. And I'm reading these from the NIH, the National Institute of Health, just to repeat. These are not my statements. The main justification is that men's physical advantages in strength, speed, and endurance mean that a protected female category with objective entry criteria is required. Prior to puberty, there is no sex difference in circulating testosterone concentrations and athletic performance. This wide bimodal sex difference in circulating testosterone concentrations and the clear dose response relationships between circulating testosterone and muscle mass and strength, as well as the hemoglobin level, largely account for the sex differences in athletic performance. So if a guy goes through puberty and decides at 19 or however old Leah Thompson Thomas. Thomas is, that he wants to swim as a female because that's how he identifies, he still has that testosterone circulating in your body. You can block it from continuing, but until that time, that testosterone is in their body. Their muscle mass doesn't decrease, it stays with them.
1: A biological college male is a completely different human being than a biological college female. There's
0: a 15-year-old, a 14-year-old male is different.
1: And on the subject of this, Leo, there is a compounding amount of evidence to suggest he's actually someone that has autogynophilia, which is a fetish that um, certain males have where they get off imagining themselves as a female, dressing up as a female in front of other females. Instead of him expressing himself as a woman, the idiot's that are allowing for the situation to exist are actually allowing for some pervert to express his sexual perversion. Riley Gaines had to deal with this guy in a locker room. She didn't want to, he exposed himself. And it's because somehow he's a woman or is it or because he's that actual sexual deviant? Right. These issues that we're talking about with this trans movement is affecting women in sports, there's other adjacent issues that are happening there was a woman who said that she was a man that went to a christian school in tennessee and shot everybody up and because she was a woman who thought she was a man it it was as though we can't talk about the evil of her action
0: because she is part of the protected class
1: so much so That Kamala Harris went to Tennessee where this event took place. And instead of saying anything about the victims and the victims' families and meeting with those people, she decided that she had to defend a couple of the Tennessee representatives who got kicked out of office for being part of that insurrection that happened at the Capitol building. I mean, this is just insane. This is all about moral relativism right it used to be very clear what people believed in what people thought was right and what was wrong and now those lines are getting so blurry and when that happens anything is possible and i'm not saying that in a good way what i mean is that you can believe that you are a bull and if if that is possible anything is possible and at some point everyone's going to say well i don't know what's not possible what is possible and and this is all about making sure that you don't offend somebody
0: right Yeah, God forbid you hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, life
1: used to be about dealing with the fact that it's unfair and it's hard. Your feelings are going to get hurt every single day, but you're going to get over it and it's going to make you stronger and you're going to learn how to cope with those things and be a better person. And now it's all about how you can punish somebody for for saying the wrong thing. Right. And that's what they do in totalitarian governments. That's what happens in communist China. Go to China and be a trans activist say trans people have rights and see what happens you want to see someone offend you the chinese communist party will definitely offend you in that situation
0: they'll lock you in the covid camps
1: you will never ever see the light of day ever I know that's where we're going that's about all we got for today and we really thank you for for paying attention this is a tough one for everybody to talk about and listen but it's something that we ought to do
0: but to reiterate we are not transphobic We are not homophobic. Okay, well, that's it.
1: It's time for us to sign off. But our pursuit for the truth goes on. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Truth Seekers. I've been Lucas.
0: And I'm Rocky.
1: Remember to always question what you hear and search for the truth yourself. And we'll be back next time. Take care.